Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hey, welcome to The Last Days Podcast. We're so glad that you are here with us. This is Todd and Katie Holmes. Great to be with you today. And... It's a wonderful day to be alive, and it's a wonderful day to know that God is with you and that you are following his plan for your life, and so today is going to be absolutely wonderful. It's going to be amazing. Yes, absolutely. We want to to talk to you a little bit today, maybe about uh, people's patterns in their life, Um, the pattern of your life. Every life actually has a pattern. Yes. And um, God was really into patterns. When he, when he, especially in the Old Testament, you, you see that he gave a pattern for the tabernacle and uh, a pattern for, you know, different things that he wanted. He was very exact, very precise. And a lot of times I think many Christians may think, well, you know, I'm a Christian. I give my life to Jesus Christ. And so I can just kind of live my life any way I want to and kind of do whatever I want to. But actually God has a pattern for your life. If you've ever been around somebody who um, makes clothing, they don't just get an idea in their head and <laughs> grab a piece of um, cloth. Cloth, fabric. yeah, thank you, fabric, and and start cutting. And uh, <laughs> they, they they've got to chart it out. They've got to draw it out. They've got to, and 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 if there's going to be several that are like each other, um, maybe not exact duplicates, but that are similar, then you have to have a pattern to go from. That's true. Jesus Christ is our pattern. And a lot of times we think, well, I let Jesus in my heart, but I can kind of do anything I want to do. And that's not correct (laughs) because, because the way you live your life and the pattern that you live, other people are going to follow your pattern. If you're off a little bit, then I want to tell you the pattern that they're following is going to be off, and it'll probably probably be off more than you are off. No, that's true. We got We understand that as as leaders, right. and as as pastors, as ones in the body of Christ that people look up to, they follow. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Well, you can't tell somebody to follow you unless you are doing something correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to tell somebody to follow me and then you fall off the cliff. And, um, <laughs> you know, and so you, you have to, you have to understand this. I follow after the pattern of Christ, right? If you're not following after the pattern of Christ, please don't tell somebody to follow you. Please don't encourage people to follow you. Please don't be a leader. We need to have good leaders. We need to have godly leaders in the body of Christ. If you can't lead by example, then you really shouldn't be leading at all. You need to follow a godly pattern. And so that's what the Word of God has to say. You can say, well, you know, that's too much. You're expecting me to just be perfect. Well, I expect you, Jesus said, you know, be perfect as I am perfect. It doesn't mean just necessarily perfect, like without flaw, but me mature, have a mature walk, a mature spiritual walk about your life. Right. For sure. And so you have to see, are you, are you exhibiting a godly pattern? And are you an example that other people can look and say, oh, 
that 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 person they they remind me of Jesus. And and you should you should remind people as you live your life as people see what you're doing um, they shouldn't they shouldn't think oh well yeah that person's just like Jesus you know at church but then you know they follow and they see what you do outside of church they hear what your language is outside of church they may hear you praising God in church and may see you dancing and um, may you know may see your you know your um, fish on your bumper sticker and everything like that and you're you know hey this is it but uh but outside of outside of church you know you have some things being done in the shadows and people see you in the shadows and they see you when you're you know when you're not when you're not doing things right and then they they wonder well why why would they do that and well you know if that person who is uh, uh maybe they're training for leadership or you know they're um they're being mentored or discipled or something like, well, if they can do that, then I can do whatever I want to also. What we do as far as leaders in moderation, we know that the people do in excess. Right. And so we have to, we have to sometimes swing so far right and just be, you know, so far over on one side in the godly pattern, just so people will will not be off in their uh, in in what they're seeing and everything. And so we have to we have to show ourselves to be a good pattern. In fact, Titus chapter two verses seven and eight it says, "In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity." sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Well, can people look at your life and say, well, you know, you, you did mostly good, but what, what in the world was this about? Well, I want to tell you, if, if we question things about your life and we say, you know, that wasn't God, I just want to tell you right off, right off the bat, you weren't a godly pattern. I don't care I don't care how long you've been a Christian, what God has called you to. It doesn't matter what your calling is. If, if your behavior and your conduct is questionable, you're not a good pattern. You're not a godly pattern. That's, that's very that true? true. That's very true. And this not only applies as a leader, but even in your home. You know, the, Hugely the in your pattern home. that you are to your children, to other family members, to the friends that you have that, you know, that you're close to, all of that is, is just so, so important, you know, on your job. I mean, in all areas. Amen. We have to understand all, one thing that I remember we used to teach in, um, in, in one of our classes was that be, you know, ministers like live in a glass house, right? You're always, you're always have people watching you and everything like this. And one thing we have found is that everybody loves to be noticed, but nobody likes to be watched. <laughs> All right. And so there's a lot of people look at me, look at me. Oh, here, you know, I'm going to bust a move here. And you know, they, they see as you're praising God and everything like that. But I want to tell you, they'll watch you outside of church. They'll see where you're going. They'll see what you're doing. They'll see how you're doing it. They've even watched my wife drive. And, and commented, oh, you used your directional signal, Pastor Katie. <laughs> and uh, that was a big thing to them. I don't know why, but you know, I thought most people do. But then you know, here in Tennessee, nobody knows that they have a blinker. Anyway, 
but praise God. But you are an example. And so 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16 says, Yet I was captured by grace so that Jesus Christ could, listen to this, could display through me the outpouring of his Spirit as a pattern to be seen for all those who would believe in him for eternal life. And so God is pouring out his Spirit through you so you can be a pattern. Right. God wants right. people to see you, but he doesn't want just people to notice you. He wants people to watch your life. Right. Watch. Watch people's lives and, and, and follow. I mean, Paul said, you know, you can follow my pattern of life. And so it's so important because what you have set before you, your eyes, is actually what you become. Yes. Kids, you talked about this, babe, in, in being raised in a home. If they don't have a godly pattern in their parents, mm-hmm. in what they see, and then what they hear, because sometimes parents will say, well, you know, do what I say and don't do what I do. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Do what I tell you to say and or, or say what I tell you to say and don't say what I say. No, that doesn't work either. Mm-hmm. And right. so we have to, our speech has to be a pattern. Right. Our lifestyle has to be a pattern. Yes. If you want to see your kids come out and to be reputable people, mm-hmm. ones who are not, you know, skirting the law or captured by the law, you know, behind mm-hmm. bars. Um, you don't want to see them, you know, off, you know, doing drugs and everything like that. I mean, you got to spend time with your kids. You got to show them love and everything like that. You can't just pawn them off on the church. Right. Say, oh, here, you fix my kid. No, you ugly thing, you do it. You live the pattern before them. We had a lot of kids when we were down in Tampa, the dean of the Bible college and everything like that. We'd have a lot of PKs that would be sent to go to Bible college there. Some I didn't even accept, but some of them were sent there like a reformation camp. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, we didn't do a very good job raising our kid. And, you know, we we hope you can sort them out and everything. And they were sometimes the biggest messes Mm -hmm. that we had to deal with Mm -hmm. because the pattern at home wasn't set correctly. Right. And it, it, it's very hard to get um, a 18, 19, 20-year-old in, in that age Next to, impossible. to serve God when they have heard what to do from the pulpit, but then they saw the exact opposite example lived at home. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, children, which I, I love this about about children, they're, they're very good at just seeing through everything, seeing how things really are. And Very so true. if you don't, you know, you can think as an adult that like you're fooling everybody, but I'm just going to tell you you're not. So the thing is, is we, we obviously, we need to, to be authentic. We need to, you know, what we say we are, that's what we need to be. Mm-hmm. Some parents, you know, they, they cuss and everything. And then they're, they want to yell at their kids when they hear that their kids are three and four years old and start cussing. Well, I mean, of course they're going to, they hear you cuss. I mean, or, you know, when you have a, have a teenager and, you know, you steal in front of them. Well, of course you're going to end up with thieves. I mean, what? 100%. It's guaranteed. It's, it's amazing to me how dumb we can be sometimes. You know, that like, y- y- you don't understand. You, you can sit there and talk and, and tell people and lecture your kids or whoever else about what to do. But if you don't do that, they're going to pick up on what you do, not what you say. And it's like... A man doesn't like to hear his kids sassing his wife, but if he talks badly to her, I want to tell you, they're going to talk bad to their mom Mm -hmm. because you degrade her. 
and you don't build her up, then they're going to respond badly also. If you are abusive toward her, you know, they're going to be abusive people. They will be abusive children. Right. And so the pattern that you set, and that's as a mom or a dad. Right. If a mom is abusive towards the way she speaks to her husband, um, you can expect that that's going to be the pattern that is carried on in your children. Right. I mean, I I had to, you know, recognize, obviously, we're, you know, we're raising, you know, three boys. If I am disrespectful towards my husband and I undermine his authority, then they're going to pick up, first of all, they're probably going to end up hating ladies. They will not, they will not end up being respectful to their wife or they will marry someone who treats them like that. Mm-hmm. So again, you don't realize how far reaching into generations your example actually and your pattern will actually affect and how far it will go. That's why it's so important, you know, and we can all, each one of us can make excuses for why we behave a certain way or why, well, if this person, if they didn't talk to me like that, then I wouldn't do this. You know, we can, and in our mind, they're valid, right? But they're still just an excuse. And it still will just sit there and enable the cruddy behavior and the wrong pattern. And so we just have to realize that we have to line ourselves up with this godly pattern, mm-hmm. what the word says, what the word tells us to do and to say, to be. I mean, the word covers every single one of these things. And thankfully, we have the Holy Spirit on the yes, inside we of do. us. Praise because God many, for the Holy yes, Ghost. many times you can go, I know this has happened to me, where I will start to say something or I say something and I just feel so grieved on the inside. Or I start to say it and I feel checked on the inside. And then, of course, you got to make a decision to yield to the Holy Spirit, which isn't always easy. I mean, everybody thinks that that's just some, you know, great, wonderful thing that happens during church service. It happens, you know, the majority of your life, you're not actually in church, right? And so... I don't know about that. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me think about that one. No, that's actually, I think I am in church all the time. We feel like we're in the church all the time, right? But I mean, I'm just saying for the average church goer, I mean, it used to be that people actually attended church like two or three times a week. I mean, now it's like, you know, pulling teeth to, you know, get them to be there. a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, be there twice a month or whatever. Pretty pathetic. Um, Again, not a great, not a pattern that's going to produce great fruit. So... But we have to realize that the word of God covers everything. And then you've got the Holy Spirit to come along and and to help you Mm -hmm. to be able to stay in this this pattern and to make the adjustments. And you just have to submit yourself and go, okay, I'm not going to say that. Many times I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Or I'll start to say something, but I I won't even finish it now. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just going to go in a different direction. So. Because it'll pull everything... It, you 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 head in a direction that is not godly, and the enemy will send you off on a path right. to chase something empty. Yeah, and you end up then in an ungodly cycle or pattern, an ungodly then. pattern in your life, and and then you you'll and people get stuck in patterns. Right. We we see some people who were running so well, and then they got distracted, or the enemy came after them because they were trying to walk in a godly pattern, but they didn't have a foundation in their life, which is what we talked about um, in in some earlier podcasts. And it's so important that you keep with the pattern that the Word of God says you should. 
And to do that, you have to keep before your eyes, actually. It's important before your eyes. A lot of people say, well, I don't need, I don't need church. I don't need to be in church. Well, actually, I want to tell you something. You're wrong, okay? <laughs> you do, because you need a pattern of godliness right. before you, right. before your eyes. Not just, well, I, you know, I read the Bible. I want to tell you this. That's not enough. If that was all that was available, God would, God would see to it that you, would, you, would, you could come through things. But when God has made such richness available to you in the local body of Christ, you are not taking advantage of it when you just sit on your rear end at home or when you just occasionally, you know, a lot of people will, will turn on social media. That is a crutch, okay? Even even if, if you say, well, you know what, I, I like the River of Tri-City Church and I'll turn it on and I'll watch this service and everything like that. Why can't you get here? Why can't you get here and be around other people? Because most of the time, it's just I'm I'm too lazy to right, do that. Right. I'm too lazy. Don't want to make. I don't want to make the, effort, make the right. effort. I don't want to drive that far. You know, it's like oh my gosh, that's like the whole day. Yeah, it is. Uh, give it all. Give the whole day to God. Right. Give God the whole day. He asked for that anyway as a Sabbath, and now you know the Sabbath is in Him, and so it's not mattering not mattering whether you're celebrating that on a Saturday or a Sunday, or whatever. But there needs to be a time where you just have a day that is given completely over to the things of God. Right. Most Christians don't have that. That's true. And so you see the results of that in their life. Sure. So and their this, kids. Yeah. And this is an example of a pattern of success. Mm -hmm. What is going to, to put you in the pattern of, of success. And then you just honestly, if you get things going right in your life in a right direction, you actually then are, don't have to make big corrections and, oh, let's all stop again and let's restart everything. Just stay within that pattern. It actually then becomes a great structure and ease for you. And then as the Holy Spirit speaks to you, then, then the adjustments actually are not major adjustments. They're more minor adjustments. Yeah, they are. But a lot of times people won't do what it takes in the natural because it always, always, always takes effort on our part, whether that's effort in the way that you think, whether that's effort in, you know, you, you getting up in the morning and going forward and, you know, exercising and, you know, eating something beneficial, you know, things like that, whether it's natural fleshly things, it's the way you think, it's the way that you speak, it's, it's many things to working together but instead of like, you know, like you were saying, people, well, they're going good for a while and then they start giving in to the enemy. They start giving into discouraging relax. thoughts. Right, right. They just like, oh, okay, let me back off for a little bit. And the next thing you know, they end up in, in like a funk. Yeah. And they become stuck in the funk. Yeah. And then they're just That'd in be the this. the best thing they got stuck in. <laughs> they're just like in this pattern of funk. You know, where it's just like, woe is me, and everything becomes difficult and hard and impossible, really. Because, mm -hmm. of course, that, that would be the goal of the enemy. You start thinking in the pattern of his thoughts and his ways, and it leads totally to death, discouragement, depression, all of that. Yes. And so you've got you've to make a determined effort. To not go in that direction. Right. And you have to you have to know this is the way, as the Bible said, walk ye in it. Yes. This is the way I'm supposed to be going. And and people, when I said, you know, people relax, don't think for a moment that I'm thinking that nobody should ever have any times of relaxation. 
Right. You need to have times of relaxation, but you can't relax and 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 get yourself off of the course of life that God has called you on and that he's calling you continually up higher. Right. God is never going to say, "Okay, you know, now you don't need to you don't need to, you know, worship me anymore. You don't need to go to church anymore." Um, you, you've reached a, such a high level of spiritual maturity that, you know, you don't need, you don't need to, to be submitted to, uh, to a pastor or in a church anymore and everything. You kind of reached your own zenith and everything. <laughs> People are just legends in their own minds right. and, and they, you know, God's called them up to higher things, but the, the honest truth is that people, most people in, in those areas are lazy. They're right. spiritually lazy. Right, and they're not submitted. They don't understand how to submit to authority. No. If you're truly submitted not to teachable. God. Right, that's true. They're arrogant in their mind. If you're not, if you are truly submitted to God, you don't actually don't have a problem in submitting to people here on earth. Absolutely. And especially people that you recognize he's placed in your life to help you grow. Mm-hmm. And your spiritual growth should be number one priority in your life. You should actually have people in your life spiritually that you have said these words to, hey, I want you to know I submit myself to, right. to you and to your spiritual covering, and please, if I am off track at any time whatsoever, I want you to, you know, pull me up short. I want right. you to say something to me. Don't hold off because I need to live the life that God's called me to live, and I realize that I need the Holy Ghost. Everybody needs the Holy yes. Ghost and a friend. Yes. You've been around me any time at all. You've heard me say that repeatedly. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost and a friend, somebody who will get in your face and say, hey, dude, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, why are you acting this way? Why are you talking this way? Why haven't you been showing up? What's right. going on in your life? Why, why do things seem to be a mess with you? Right. And, um, and somebody who loves you is a friend. Jesus is a friend yes. that sticks closer than a brother, the word says. But you need people that you are accountable to, right. that you will submit yourself to and say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. We have those people in our yes. lives. And we've told them, listen, anything that you, that you see that is off, anything that you hear us teaching or preaching and right. you think that's off, I want you to immediately you know, pull us up short, contact us. And, and maybe there just needs to be some explanation explanation. Um, but most of the time there's something that's off and you have to be honest when somebody confronts you yes. and say, Hey, listen, I, I heard you say this, you know, what, why do you, why are you doing this? What, what's going on in this area here? There's something. And even sometimes, you know, I'll be praying and, and, and somebody will come up to in, in my spirit. And, and I'll just like, well, what is it? And so I'll begin to pray for him. And if I don't get a release and I don't feel like I've been able to, to break something through and praying for him, I'll call him up on the phone or I'll text him and say, Hey, what's going on with you? What's happening with you? You know, you came up before me as I was praying today. And, uh, and that actually happens fairly often. I'll call up people and, you know, check in with them and say, you know what, what's going on with you? Now, if it's somebody that I'm seeing all the time and, and, you know, I see their pattern of life and everything and they're, they're good, you know, I may not contact them. And, but, you know, being a rascal isn't, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do just to get attention. You know, it's like, well, he hasn't called me a while, so I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do something stupid. So I'll get a call and, or I'll get some attention. There are people like that, right. but you shouldn't do that. God's watching over you. Right. And you just need to make yourself accountable so that you can be the pattern 
in your life that God needs you to be so other people can see what you're doing. Right. Because through the godly pattern, then you produce amazing fruit. And then you're such a blessing to all those that are that are around you. And of course, you know, you, then the Bible talks about how we go from glory to glory. Yes. And so even though oftentimes people will fight the structure of anything, it will actually lead you to great success and it will lead you to bear rich fruit. It'll lead you to increase in what the Lord can trust you with. It'll take you into higher realms of the plan that he has for you. Oh, yeah. None of these things happen without godly patterns established in your life. That's why they are so important. Very important. And why you have to make a decision that, because a lot of times people will, will, they'll be okay for about three, four months or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the enemy brings something, you know, starts with a thought, and then maybe it's coming out of, you know, a thought he puts in your mind or somebody else's mind, and then they speak it to you or whatever, but it starts to derail you a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so because your pattern in the past has been about every three months or so, you get derailed, then of course you're going to have to pass that test. Mm -hmm. Well, it's in those times when you cry out to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me make a change. Help me do something different so that I don't get out of the godly pattern and the godly ways that I'm going in right now. I don't want to get off track. I don't want to go over and get stuck in that funk again or any thing. And if you'll cry out and ask the Holy Spirit to help you, he will help you. He'll reveal things to you. He'll tell you to do something different. Remember again, you're going to line yourself up and you're going to speak the word to stay in the godly pattern and to keep going forward. Absolutely. And you ought to be thankful that you have, you should be submitted in a church and you ought to be thankful if you have a pastor, a shepherd who will, who will come after you and say, Hey, what's going on with you? As my wife was talking there, all of a sudden, you know, I've got different ones that they, they come up in my mind. It's just like, oh, yeah, you and you and you. There's ones in our church that, that they have patterns still that have to be broken right. because it seems like every three or four months, it's just like, okay, you're, you're there again. And, and even yesterday, I, as I was busy about doing some stuff, just praying in the Holy Ghost, all of a sudden somebody came before me. I was like, oh, yeah, now i got to reach out to them. Well, how do you know these things? Well, you can see you can see patterns on people. You can see it on their faces. You can see it on their countenance. Right. Um, they, they totally change. Um, you can see it in their actions. You can see it in their position even, even, right. even where they sit in church. Right. You know, if they've normally been up in the middle or the front or something like this, and all of a sudden they're way at the back again, I want to tell you something. Something is going wrong. Something's right. off. Right. Amen. It's just that Baptist spirit is getting on you again. Let's go to the back of the, let's go to the, back of the sanctuary. Let's, let's fill up out. the back seats and everything like that. It's not, it's not a bus. You don't go to the back of the bus. And so in, in church, if you're on fire for God, you ought to be sitting up near the front. Right. You need to be up there where the anointing, where you can just grab hold because in the back, you're distracted by everything that everybody is doing in front of you. And you're aware of, you know, what's going on with the ushers in the back and all this other stuff. Avoid that. Stay off the back rows. I right. mean, stay, stay off the back four rows. I'm talking to my people too. All right. <laughs> if you're coming late and you come in late intentionally so you can be in the back, there's a problem in your heart. Okay. Right. You ought to do everything you can possibly 
possibly do to get there early so you can get up there near the front and so you can plug in and then when worship is going on, you get out of your chair, you begin to move, you come out and you begin to worship God even up at the front. You begin to celebrate his goodness. All of these things, you, you can see what's happening in people's lives. Right. And, and it doesn't matter if I see somebody do it one time. Okay, right. because we got fakers also in, in, the, in the body of Christ. There's fakers. Oh, I want them to see me doing this here one time. It doesn't matter. When I start seeing a pattern of it, I know, oh, there's been a heart change. Right, right. Heart changes show pattern changes. That's true. And so... You, and, and somebody can say something with their mouth, but, but it's a different thing when you see them walking a different walk. Mm-hmm. And so we see a lot of that. I see a pattern established in somebody's life or in their actions or in their words. And then if I talk to them about it and they say, I know everything's fine. I know that's what you say. And I may not be able to pry it out of you what you're going through, but I know there is a heart issue. Yes. You just don't want to, you don't want to deal with it. You don't want God to deal with it. You're hiding something. Right. Yes. And that's almost always what it comes down to is that the person is not willing to deal with the root issue in their heart. They don't want to let that go. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you that if you will surrender that to the Holy Spirit, it actually will be much easier than what you even think. You just have to say, Holy Spirit, I just give this to you. And it really involves letting go of pride it involves you surrendering to the work of the Holy Spirit and just saying, okay, I don't want to, you know, and sometimes we have to reach the point where we are just get so sick of the way that we've been living that we're just willing to do whatever. We're just willing to finally surrender everything. And I'm going to tell you this, please, I'm just going to ask you, if you can't do it for the sake of yourself, please do it for those around you. Amen. You make your your family miserable. If you don't realize that, I'm just going to tell you, you do. I'll be the voice of truth and yeah, reason do. right now to you I'll and let you truth. know that you do. Everybody's sick of the way that, you know, you, you, you act, act and you the talk. excuses that you make yeah. and the pathetic way you act like a baby. And expect that everybody else should accommodate you. Okay, mm-hmm. you're a grown adult. You're you're not you know twelve or thirteen anymore, and so you just got to grow up and you got to realize life isn't all about me. It's actually about me lining up with God's purpose. That's is a good what word. it's about. Grow up, amen. Right. right. And and a lot of people they don't want to, they'll they'll act mature for a while and then they'll settle back into immaturity. Right. Why would you and do they, that? They just run their life as immature. You think because you occasionally do something spiritually mature that you're a mature believer. No, you're not. No, you're just like you're just like a, a little kid who goes and puts his daddy's hat on <laughs> yes. or his daddy's shoes on for a day and walks around, you know, for three minutes in his daddy's shoes thinking, I'm a big boy, I'm a big boy. No, you, you still poop your pants, okay? <laughs> and so the thing is, is that you got you to gotta make some changes. What do I do? You got to grow up. So you got to eat regularly and you got to eat what's good for you you got to put in yourself things that are good for you you've got to grow up you've got to surround yourself with things that are going to help you grow right stop sulking back in the in the video games and the movies and that that's where people they spend their lives and they waste so many lives are wasted because of screens right and and mentally it's terrible for you actually you're just stupid really so There's no way that you can live a life where you basically spend the majority of your time living in another world and think you're going to produce fruit in this world that God has called you to. It just doesn't work. It doesn't happen at all. And so what what happens with, with people like that is they actually, 
their um, their mind, it's actually on the physical brain or whatever, all of that stimulation is super actually hard on it. Mm-hmm. And so then your body is trying to, you know, be able to repair and restore and overcompensate. That's just the physical uh, uh, um, effects of the brain. But then you deal with like the mental and the spiritual and the emotional and everything that's all tied in on that. So you actually make life very difficult for yourself then. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the Last Day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.